Hey, 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 you are listening to Transparent Introvert. I am Lorena. I'm an introvert and I'm trying to do what? Be transparent. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I see y'all are supporting your girl. Y'all are supporting your girl. Thank you very, very much very much from the bottom of my heart thank you if you want to know the face behind the voice or the voice behind the face however that saying goes if you want to know who that is check me out on facebook i got a facebook i got an instagram i got a twitter i got a snapchat yeah i got all of that and you trying to figure out like if she an introvert but how she got all of that because I'm an introvert. That's why I got all of that. Because that is the way that people keep up with me. And when I say people, I mean family and friends. Because I, I, I post something and then they know, oh, she all right. Yeah. Post something about work. Uh, she all right. She cool. Because I have a problem with picking up the phone and, and calling. But anyway, back to my social medias. If you want to check me out on Facebook, my name is... Lorena Freeman, L-O-R-R-I-N-A. First name, last name, Freeman. Not Freedman, Freeman, F-R-E-E-M-A-N. That is me. It's a light-skinned girl with glasses and dreads. Man, in the picture, I might not have on glasses. But yeah, I'm light-skinned with dreads. Yeah, I'm not a light bright, but I'm light-skinned. Yeah. So my Instagram is remarkably underscore remarkably pretty underscore leo yeah that's me i was born in the summertime what can i say what can i say and yes i boost my self-confidence yes i boosted i boosted yes i do so my instagram is remarkably pretty underscore leo you want to catch me on Twitter. You you want to see what I be tweeting about. You know what what TV shows I might be interested in. What what people from Philly I might be interested in cuz you know I represent for my Philly folk. My Twitter is impossible8118. Yeah, I kind of forgot a little bit. I was yeah. Impossible8118. That is my Twitter. Um, my Snapchat. I kind of don't know what my Snapchat is. Um, but yeah, it's oh my Snapchat is L O K I R K thirty seven thirty eight. Yes, that is my Snapchat. Uh, you gonna see my my I got a, a avatar as my Snapchat, and um, they got got dreads and and earmuffs because it's cold out here it's cold out here i'm a summer baby it's cold out here but um now that i got all of that out of the way now that i got all of that out of the way today i'm going to be talking about a sensitive subject um and it's is no joking matter i am going to be talking about dhs or cys Yes, I'm going to be talking about child abuse. Yes, uh, this ain't going to be one of those where I, 
uh, I'm all laughing and giggling and, and everything like that. This is a serious matter. DHS and CYS talking about child abuse. And um, for those of you who have had the, the unpleasant experience with these um, government organizations... Um, you know that it kind of go hand in hand with foster care. And the reason that, that I bring up foster care is because I did a segment on foster care and my experience with foster care. Yeah, I am a foster child. Yes. If you didn't know, well, now you know. Go back and listen to that one and you'll find out a little bit more about me in foster care and how foster care, you can have bad um, experiences, you can have bad experiences, you can have good experiences, and also thinking about becoming a foster parent. Yeah, I did a segment on that. I did a segment on that. Go listen to it. I'll wait. You know that I'm going to wait. I ain't going nowhere. I ain't doing nothing. I ain't got to work today. Go ahead. Go listen to it. And then come back. Matter of fact, why you going to go listen to that one? Listen to my last segment. My last segment was about talent talent in Philly. If you know me, you should know me by now. If you're listening to my podcast, you should know me by now. You should know that I am from Philly. Philly born and raised. Yo, Philly till I die. Yes, I don't care if I'm living in Mississippi. I'ma still have an Eagles jersey on. I'ma still represent the Sixers, even though they ain't doing too great right now. I'ma still rock some some Flyers gear, even though I don't watch hockey. So, yo, anything Philly, I'm down for it. I don't care where I'm at. Yes, I'm repping Philly. And that Philly, talking about Philly, was my last segment. So you could go and listen to that one too. Go listen to the foster care one, then listen to the Philly one, because it might get you hyped. And then come back and listen to this segment. In this segment, I am going to be talking about DHS and CYS. Take a moment. Go listen. I will wait. All right. Now that you're back. Now that you're back. Now that you're back. Take a seat. Get some wine if that is your thing. Get some Kool-Aid. Get some water. I know that I got some water because I'm diabetic. So, yes, I'm watching my sugar. I got my water. Yo, go get some tea if you have to. Let's let's talk about this thing. Let's talk about this serious thing called DHS and CYS. All right. CYS. Children and Youth Services. DHS, Department of Human Services. Now, the reason why I want to talk about um these organizations is because I've been seeing a lot of child abuse and let's, let's talk about child abuse for a minute. When people think about child abuse, um, they think about, you know, somebody, uh, beating the living mess out of a child, beating them, leaving marks and everything like that. You think about that. That's one component of child abuse. Then you got the the component where, you know, you might be starving the kid as as a punishment, um, and what have you. 
that's another form of child abuse. Um, you have the form of child abuse where you are overfeeding your kids. That is child abuse. That is, um, people don't think that it's child abuse because, you know, when, when they be like, oh yeah, the social worker come to your house and they want to see what's in the cabinet. Oh yeah. I'm like, look, my, my freezer is full of, full of food, but how often is that child eating? Is that child overeating? Is that child under eating, overeating and overfeeding a child? That's child abuse too. Um, you can mentally abuse a child. By talking to them in a way that that cripples them mentally. You can emotionally abuse a child. By manipulating your words in such a way that it has a bad effect on the child emotionally. Now, we're going to talk about all of these these components of abuse and where CYS and DHS comes into play. Now we're talking about beating children. Now I was raised by someone from the old school and the motto was spare the rod, spoil the child, spare the rod, spoil the child. Um, don't come at me cause I have a list for my listeners who've been listening. You already know, but my new listeners, I have a list. I am so sorry about that. But, um, yeah, I, I, I was raised by someone from the old school, spare the rise, spoil the child. Now, um, and also she, uh, lived by the, you should be seen, not heard. Yeah, that's how I was raised. But in the in the midst of that, yes, I, I did get get um behind whoopings. Yes, I did. But I also was put on punishment, which meant that I could not go outside. I couldn't play video games. I I had to be in the house. I didn't have to stay in my room, but I had to be in the house. Um. But there was no playing video games and everything like that. And I didn't get a beating every time, a behind whooping every time that I did or did not do something. No. So I was not getting beat excessively. But I did get behind whoopings. It was it was a balance of punishment and behind whoopings. Um, and when I got a behind whooping, it wasn't like, it wasn't that person taking out all of their frustrations out on me by, by continuously hitting me. Um, I, I got, I got struck a couple times. I cried and I, at some point she would, she would stop. She would stop. Um, and then it would be times where I get in trouble and, and I wouldn't get a behind whooping. Now, like she would talk me to death um, you know, death by, death by conversation. I, well, I'm not even going to say by conversation, uh, because it wasn't a back and forth thing. I like, I, she talked, I listened. Um, and then after that, you're on punishment. How long am I on, am I on punishment until I feel like it? And 
to be honest with you, I already knew how long I was on punishment. My punishment was always for two weeks, but I was that kid also who liked to go outside. I liked to go outside, no matter whether I wasn't doing anything, just the thought of you taking away my freedom, it, it killed me inside. But, um, so I, I said, I say all of that to say that there is nothing in, in my opinion and, and people can, can object. And, and it's a lot of w- different ways that you can discipline a child. There is. And I'm quite sure when I have children, I am going to try to, you know, deal with my children in different ways besides beating them. Um, but I am going to adapt to the, uh, to the punishment of going, not going outside and playing video games and playing with toys. I, I am going to, to adapt to that, but I am going to try different ways of disciplining my child, but giving your, your child a, a small spanking is, is not, is, is not, it's not bad, but it's also not good. But you have to, when you're spanking your child, you have to know the, the limit. You have to know the limit. Um, if you know that you're a heavy handed person, you, you might want to stare away from the, the beating. If you know that your anger can, can overtake you, then you might want to stare away from the beatings. Cause the beating is not to, for you to, to take out your anger. And when you, when you overstep that limit, that's when it becomes abuse. When you're leaving marks and, and, and your child is petrified of you. It's not a respect thing is, is they are terrified of you. Just the thought of you, of them getting in trouble is, is like almost causing them to, to want to vomit or, or want to urinate on themselves. Then that means that you are abusing that child. You are abusing that they're like, a beat, a, a, a behind whooping is supposed to instill, is supposed to, uh, uh, adhere, um, a certain respect is supposed to make them not want to do something anymore. It's not supposed to, um, put fear in their heart to the point where they, they, you're beating them so bad that they can't sit down or you're beating them so bad that you're leaving marks or you're, you're, you're beating them to, and, or if you're, you can, you can have limitations on your beating, but then you beating them for every little thing. Like, come on, now it's, now it's abuse. Now it's abuse. And that's when CYS and DHS step in. Cause they feel like you are not fit to be a parent. You're not fit to be a parent. If you're that parent that's, or you're that guardian, I'm not even gonna say parent. Cause we, it's people that's taking care of children that did not give birth to them. But for whatever reason, they are in their care. You are a guardian and you are not feeding your child. You are not feeding that child. That is abuse. That is an abuse to an elderly person. If if you are supposed to be taking care of them, you're not feeding them. That is abuse. If you have the money, the means to put food on the table, then you should do so. And if you don't have the means to put food on the table, the government is it's plenty of ways out there 
plenty i'm not going to say ways because then people would take that and and run with but the government has a lot of programs out there it takes a village to, to raise a child it yeah like like come on we got to tighten up our support system you should be able to to reach out to somebody and be like look i don't have the means to feed my family can you help can you point if you can't physically help can you point me in a direction to do so and for the people that's overfeeding their children people like oh yeah like look and my my kid don't want for nothing overfeeding is is also is also abuse because that like if you notice just like um when you're you're you have a baby right you feed your baby you feed them they done ate you feed them first they done ate then you start eating what do they do they want your food too not because they're still hungry just because they see it they see it so they want it just like a toy you buy them a toy you can have the same exact toy they want their toy and they want your toy that's the same thing when it when it, it comes to to food when it comes to food and, and children no matter whether they are babies or they are um in their adolescence their mind is 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 not capable of telling them that like come on you done ate too much. You done ate too much. And you know, no longer need to be eating. When we become adults, then we start being like, okay, all right, I ate, I'm full. All right, that's it. I shouldn't be eating no more. Then we start worrying about calories and we start worrying about how we look and everything like that. We start, we start being concerned with these different things because our mind is telling us that, look, you eat for, for nourishment and for your for your your stomach and everything like that to be content a kid as long as you are providing something for them they are going to take it they are going to take it you got some children that they like uh like yeah i'm done no i don't need no more and then you got some that as long as you give they are they're willing to receive that's abuse because you as as the parent as the guardian you are the person that that's supposed to be like, oh, hey, no, stop. That's enough. You don't need no more. Let's go outside and let's play. You know, um, and let's talk about this, this mental and emotional abuse, because we can kind of tie those two things together, mental and emotional abuse. When you are constantly telling a child, you constantly telling a child, you're not going to be anything. Oh, you just like this parent. I can't stand this parent. Or are you telling them that they're not smart, they're dumb? Or you're telling them you will never be able to do that. Why do you even try? That's mental abuse. Or when you 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 know that your child seeks your 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 love and your affection. And they go to, to hug you or they go to kiss you or they tell you that they love you and you never respond in a positive manner at all whatsoever. They good, get good grades in school. You never acknowledge that. And you always speak on the negative. That is mental and emotional abuse. Children, they seek attention. Um, some children, for some reason, they seek negative attention. 
Um, and then you got some children that are overachievers because they seek positive attention. And, and when you don't show your kid any type of attention, that's abuse. Or when you manipulate their thinking into something negative, that is abuse. That is abuse. Um, another reason why I, I wanted to talk about DHS and CYS and abuse is because I was very, very disturbed. It maybe it was maybe a couple months ago. Um, and I, and those who have social media, they have Facebook, you saw the video and it was spread across. They, people kept sharing this video, kept sharing this video. It was the video of the girl and sorry to say she was, she, I mean, sorry to say she was a mother. Sorry to say she was an African-American. Um, and she smoked weed on, on Facebook live. She was smoking weed. She had an infant. Um, and, and I, I, I think the infant was a little girl and she's holding this baby up in the air on Facebook live. She's not really saying anything to the viewers, but she's on Facebook live. She's smoking weed. The baby's in the room. Not only is the baby in the room, the baby is in her arms. She, she's putting the baby up in the air and put, bringing the baby back down. And she's blowing smoke into the baby's face. Mind you, this baby is an infant. Child abuse. Um, and I, I don't remember if she got found not guilty or, or guilty or, or whatever the case may be, but anyway, it's abuse. It's abuse. So if you have a child, a child is in your care, you had a child or you adopted a child or you are a foster parent. Think about whether you have the patience whether you want to, whether you deserve to have a child. Think about all of these things. Children are going to misbehave. Can you deal with that? Children are attention seekers. Can you deal with that? Children need love. Can you deal with that? Children need to eat. Can you deal with that? Children grow like weeds. Them unwanted weeds in the backyard or in the front yard or in the in between the cracks in the cement. Children grow like weeds. So they can go to sleep one day wearing a size four. They wake up in the morning, they wear a four and a half and their shoes can't fit. Can you deal with that? Can you? Because if you can't, if you cannot, and you you abuse these children whether it's physically, emotionally, or mentally, if it's reported or somebody sees it and they report it or your child decides to tell, CYS or DHS is going to get involved. And I'm letting you know, when these government organizations get involved, they don't get involved in, in, and that's it. Every time something that like if if they get get involved and in, in they become and you become one of their cases, right? They come to your home. If they don't take the kid, they come to your home. They see where the kid sleeps. They see where what the kid where the kid eats, what the kid eats. 
they check out their school record, well, if their school age, whether they go to school and everything like that, how many days of school they missed, how often they are sick. And they check all of these things. They even check your background. They check all of these things to see if this kid is fit. And if they and if the kid stays with you, they they think that the kid is 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 okay enough to stay with you. Don't think that that's the last time that you are going to see them. Once they when they enter your life once, they are there forever until that kid is no longer of age. Until that kid is eighteen, they are going to be in your life. That kid falls down and go to the hospital who's showing up dhs cys they are showing up what's wrong with the kid how did this kid and then you have to you you will have to explain something so simple that for somebody who actually take care of their kid and they they go to the hospital and they're in and out now you 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 gotta sit there and you gotta explain oh the kid such and such and such and such and you have to hope and pray that they believe that Then if, if your kid, if, if, if DHS or CYS thinks that your child is not safe in your home and in your care, they take your children. And to my females, when you have children after that, it don't matter whether you were a changed person. They look at that one situation and that next child that you have, DHS and CYS is all over it. And depending on how bad your case was before they might end up automatically straight from the gate taking your child from you soon as you give birth oh yep that's that that kid belongs to the government and to to and this this uh podcast is not just to my females this podcast is also to my guys to my fellas guys if you you have a child with a woman and you feel like she is not suit suited enough to to have your child you need to be stepping in and i know we got the stigma over over the males that you know when it comes to like child support and 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 things of that matter the woman wins most of the time but like they can't it can't be one if if you're trying if you're doing everything in your power, if more men step up when it comes to these type of situations, and I'm not saying that men don't take care of their children. I'm not saying that at all, but I'm saying in those situations where men have to fight, if more men was actually really, really putting up a fight and not just saying, okay, I'm just going to adapt to whatever the situation is. But instead of fighting and instead of fighting for what it is that that's theirs, then the statistics of women winning over men, it might, it might change. It might change. But guys, if your children, if you haven't, if you have children with somebody and, and you feel like they're not in, in a safe environment or that, that woman is not, um, good enough to be a parent and you don't want to lose, lose your child, then you got to step up your game. That mean that whatever living situation that you have, if it's not the greatest, you need to make it the greatest. If the job situation is not the greatest for you to be taking care of a child, then you need you have to fix that in, in some capacity. And if you need help from the government, ask for help. If you need to get on welfare, 
Come on, put your pride aside. Go stand in the line. Go sit in the lobby. Yo, let's talk to a caseworker. Yo, I need some food stamps. I need some health insurance. I need something from y'all to be able to take care of my kid. I want my kid. I don't want my kid to be taken and given to somebody else who probably not going to take good care of them or give them the life that I want them to have. Like, come on, we all got to step up. It's not just women. It's not just men. But to my guys, like if you you have children with a female that that's not doing right or 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 you know that one of her kids got taken or whatever, come on, step your game up. That's your seed. Cause once DHS get in the mix or CYS gets in the mix, they're not going anywhere. They're going to be around forever and they're going to be around for your other kids and your kids after that and your kids after that. As long as it's, it's by a person that has some type of case with DHS. The children are our future and DHS and CYS, their job is to make sure that children are safe and to keep children safe. It don't matter whether... They have to rip that child from their home and from the people that, you know, shares the same DNA as them. If it is an unsafe situation, they are coming to get that child. So if you do drugs, you have kids, think about your kids first. Think about your kids first. Or if, if like, like I said before, I did a podcast on foster care. In foster care, it's not always a bad thing. If you have children and you know that you're not you're not up to par, don't let don't let DHS get in the mix. Don't let them your kids be handled by all these different people who have case upon case upon case upon case upon case. Don't let them get get mixed. Don't let them be a, a be a case number. Because once DHS get into the mix, they are not going anywhere. And that's going to go on with your next child. It's not just going to be one and done. DHS is meant to keep children safe. And their job is to keep children safe physically. But going through the whole process of being being interviewed by a stranger a kid being interviewed by a stranger and they telling that stranger what's going on or the kid being in front of a stranger and then that stranger having to assume what's going on in the household because of the bruises and stuff that the child has if the child cannot talk or don't want to talk or scared to talk and that child being passed from one person to the next and then that child having to sit in court to be argued over and the DHS person taking them from foster home to foster home until they finally get adopted if they get adopted or DHS having to keep taking them back and forth to your house and to somebody else's house to your house or or whatever the case may be like come on we got to start thinking about our children first I don't have children but I have a big space in my heart for children. I want children one day. DHS, like, 
I remember my DHS worker. Her name was Connie. And the reason why I remember Connie, like, oh my God. The, the reason why I remember Connie is because Connie, to me, reminded me of a, bar- a Barbie doll. She was Caucasian. And and she didn't remind me of a Barbie doll because she was Caucasian. But she reminded me of, of a Barbie doll because she had the... Because uh, when I was little, um, Barbie's first car her her car was uh, a jeep it was a jeep with the, the the jeep with no window with no windows and stuff like that and it got the bars and everything like that um people who are really into jeeps i'm not talking about like the jeep grand cherokee but if you're really into jeeps you know the jeep that i'm talking about with no windows like you got the cover that you can put on when it's cold and and when it's raining but it didn't it didn't have so she had that jeep and she would pick me up in it and everything like that. So that's why I called her Barbie. And she would always have on some type of plaid skirt or something like that with shoes. Um, and a suit jacket. So that's I, I that's I remember her. And she would have to take me from my foster my foster home. She would come and get me from my foster home and take me to the DHS office and we'll talk there and I would be playing and then we would have to talk with puppets and and uh talk with puppets and 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 do drawings and stuff like and I would have to draw for her and stuff like that and she would be asking me about school and everything like that and we would go from the office and she would take me back to my foster home yes I remember that yes clear as day I remember that and then I'm and this is a decade later well, it's more than a decade later, but over a decade, and I remember that. That is that was what, what is burnt into my memory. That is a story that I'm gonna be able to share with my children. But just as as I am able to recall these these different meetings and and going in and and Connie coming into into my foster home and looking around and looking at the rooms, and I, I remember when when my foster mom would have us, um, she would tell us, Oh, you gotta, you gotta make sure that you clean your room and everything like that. And, and me and my foster sister, we, we love sleeping in the bed together. Um, just because we was that, that close. We liked sleeping in, in the bed together. And, and my foster mom would tell me like, look, you cannot, like she would practice with her. Like, yo, you cannot sleep in the bed with her because, and, and this is your bed. This is your bed. Like, don't, like you cannot sleep in a bed with her. This is your bed, cause when it, when the, when your social work when you when your worker come, like she need to know that this is your bed, you know. And 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 my foster mom would make sure that the house was spick and span clean, and I'd be like, oh man, like now we scrubbing we we scrubbing baseboards now. Like what's going on? That was cause the lady from DHS was coming. Not that my foster mom was abusing us or anything like that. She wasn't. Um, but these are the things that you that we just that whole process. I remember all that whole process before she would come. That we would have to do all of these all all of this stuff, or or my foster mom would be doing all of this stuff to get ready for this lady to come, and this lady would be be there for maybe ten minutes, and she would be interviewing my foster mom. She'd be interviewing her, and then I would have to get dressed, and 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 we would go in the car, and 
my my uh and Connie would take me to take me to McDonald's and then after we go to McDonald's then we go to the office and she would talk to me she would ask me questions we would talk with puppets we would draw and everything like that and then she would take me back to my foster mom house and then when she would leave I would see that my foster mom it was like a weight was lifted off her shoulders cause now it's one visit one visit down and probably a million more to go this that's one of the that's that's what they do that's what they do every experience is not good i've watched where dhs worker had to come and get one of the uh had to place one of the foster kids and then i remember the day that she had to rip one of the foster kids out of the home because she had to take them back and then the crazy thing was the DHS worker had to take the kid back, but she knew that in a, in a couple months she was had to go had was going to have to go get that kid back and bring, and take him to a whole nother foster foster home. Like, come on, man. Like this is DHS. This is a serious thing. So if you, you struggling with your kids, you struggling with your kids, you don't have no patience. You got to think about the, you got to think about the aftermath. If you are abusing, you you got into this thing where you're abusing, you're verbally, you're mentally, you're physically being abusive, or you know somebody that's, that's physically and mentally abusive. You got to think about, like, let them know or, or keep that in, keep this in your, your memory bank that want this organization grabs hold, grabs hold of your family. They're not going to let go. Why? Because what is their job? Their job is to make sure that the children are safe. It don't matter whether you got yourself together or not, or you just was having a bad day or whatever like that. It takes one bad day and you break that kid's arm by accident or you beat that kid too much and and his bruises and stuff like that. Or your kid, or you're not feeding your kid enough, or whatever. It takes, it, it only takes a moment, it takes a moment, and then here comes DHS. And you have to prove that you are a good person, or that you are trying. And you will have to prove for the rest of that kid's life. And if you have more children, you're going to have to continue to prove until they become adults. I was put in foster care. I I loved my foster mother. I loved her. And I say loved um, because she passed away. And a a part of me passed away with her. Um, I loved my foster mom. I didn't like the process. I I disliked the process. She would have to talk to me. Um, Before I would leave, she would have to, to talk to me. It would be kind of like an encouraging talk. She would have to talk to me. And when I come back, she would have to talk to me. I didn't like the process. I liked her. I loved her. But I didn't like the process. And even after um, I was placed with my family and everything like that, I still had to, you know, every once in a while check in. 
they had to, they had every once in a while, it was a check-in. Uh, let's see how, let's see how, how things are going. That's, that's not a good thing. And that's not going, that's not a good, we got to think about the children and their, and their feelings and, and how it is that they feel, um, what it is that their life is going to be like if these people get involved. There's plenty of people out here that want to want to that cannot have children and want to adopt. There are plenty. So before you 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 put your hands on on your child to hurt them, it's a family out there that want them. Before you you get into a rage and 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 you constantly belittle your children, there is families out there that want them. Um. I just, I don't get it. I don't get child abuse. But don't get mad when DHS or CYS get involved. And they continue to be involved. And they want to take your rights away from you. They snatch your children from you. That's their job. Their job is the safety of children. Now, if you want to be a foster parent, by all means, if if you want to change a, a child's life, become a foster parent. If you want to, especially if you want to change more than one child's life, be a foster parent and mean it. Not just for the check, but mean it. Change happens one thing at a time. And, and children, the children are our future. So... Change happens one child at a time. If you want to have children, you want to have children, but you can't have children. It's nothing wrong with adopting. You don't know how much you might change that child's life. What could have been the worst life ever, you done changed and made it the best. Adoption, that is an option. If you see somebody abusing their children not just physically but mentally and emotionally report it i know that that you know people we now got into this thing where we're like oh it has nothing to do with me i'm a mom my business but if you don't butt in that business that child might grow up with an anger issue and might shoot up a school if you don't, if you mind your business and don't take up for that child, that child might grow up and become a judge. Might grow up to become a judge. And then that same judge will have hatred in their heart for everybody. And, and just, hey, everybody's wrong. That same child might grow up and, and throw their whole life away might become a prostitute not because they have to but because they don't think that they're worth it that child might be might grow up and and be on drugs that child might grow up and become a serial killer you never know you making one report might change a child's life they might not like the process but it might be a better outcome. 
DHS has a job. Just don't allow them to be your job. Don't employ them. Do right by our children. Don't employ them. All right. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Rain.